Hi, this is Terry Dismore, and you're listening to the Quiz the Diz podcast. Terry brings years of experience in consulting, management, leadership, and life. In this podcast, Terry answers questions about these topics, bringing wisdom from a kingdom perspective. Our website is quizthediz.com. Now here's the Diz. I appreciate you for indulging me last week on the podcast about our anniversary and some of the things that Nay and I went through in our first year of marriage. I really appreciate the things that I've heard about that, and I just do. I've got to tell you, that really warms my heart. But I want to get back to what I've been talking about in podcasts before that. And those podcasts were about some things that God showed me over the last few years that started with a couple of friends of mine, Bob and his brother, that called and prophesied over me one day and asked me, have you ever asked God what he has to say about you? Now, just as a reminder, some of the things we've talked about so far is the first thing they told me was that God says, you are his son. The second thing was that I determine my own destiny. And my understanding of that is this, that we determine our own destinies when we say yes to the things God has for us. So we can say yes to them or we can say no. And by saying no, we've also determined our destiny because we figure we know better than God. But I want to know what God has for me and what he wants me to do. The third thing that God revealed to me was this, is that I have the heart of a pastor. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm a preacher. It means that I have the heart of a person that can see both sides of a story and help it to come out toward the way of God's kingdom. Uh, We don't want to argue with people. We want to listen to them and hear what they have to say, but point them in the direction of God's kingdom. The next thing that God had to say to me was that you're a man of wealth and you have a unique talent for money. And on our podcast a couple of weeks ago, we talked a lot about the difference between poverty and wealth. Poverty and wealth are matters of the heart. Poverty is a fear of lack and wealth. Well, that's an attitude of abundance in your heart. Rich and poor have to do with money. Poverty and wealth are in your heart. So today I wanted to reveal to you yet another question that God asked me when I was driving home from Pennsylvania a few years ago. And I will tell you that my car that I ride in all the time is kind of my sanctuary. I'll play praise and worship music in there, preaching. I listen to political talk. I listen to entertainment talk. I listen to a lot of different things. But occasionally I'll just turn the radio off and listen to the Lord, see what he has to say. Sometimes not much. Sometimes we just drive along together in silence for a while. But I was driving along one day and I heard this question, and that's this. Why did you want to get in radio? Now, in 1976, I started on the radio at a little radio station in southern Indiana called WMPI. And I had known since I was four years old that I wanted to be on the radio. So I was four years old in 1965. This was 1976, so it was 11 years later. And uh, it was in Scottsburg, and I was at my desk writing a note to my girlfriend during English class. Probably not the best thing to do, but I did it. And my teacher, Mrs. Ritchie, walked up and put her finger on my desk and said, I want to see you after class. And I thought, dum-dum-dum, I'm in trouble. Well, no, it wasn't about being in trouble It was about the fact that the radio station had called and wanted somebody that could do a monthly high school report. And I thought, well, that sounds like a lot of fun. And she told me later 
that the reason she suggested me for the monthly high school report was that I could read out loud better than any of her senior speech students, and I was a sophomore. So she wanted me to have that experience, and that's how I got there. So thank you, Shirley Ritchie, for suggesting me to Tommy Cull. I really appreciate it because it helped fulfill that. It's kind of one of those things that God brought about kind of as happenstance. So that's when I started in radio, and I really enjoyed it. One of the great things about it was that everybody at school listened to me. Well, not everybody. Not everybody liked country music or Over the Back Fence or uh, some of the shows that we did. Some people didn't like that sort of thing. But I knew that people were listening. I knew that they would tune in and listen to me, and I kind of liked it. So driving across Pennsylvania that day when God said, so why did you want to get into radio? I was like, well, uh, and I thought just on the spur of the moment, I thought, God, you already know why I wanted to get in radio. Why are you asking me? And I knew that he wanted me to admit it. Now, a few days ago, a friend of mine called me and we were talking about a situation in his life. And I said, you haven't asked God about that, have you? And he goes, well, no, I I mean, I just wouldn't talk to God like that. I said, but it's the way you think, it's the way you feel, and you know he already knows. Why are you afraid to talk to him? And that was the same thought that I had when God asked me, why did you want to get into radio? So I said, well, Lord, um, I, uh, well, dang it. I wanted to be well known. That's pretty honest. And I'm thinking, well, I better better grab the steering wheel here because God's about to chastise me. And that was not what he did. He asked me this question. Well, what if that's the way I made you? What? What? Wait, wait a minute. I thought that we were supposed to belittle ourselves and not be well-known. He's like, no, I don't have a problem with you being well-known. And here's why I don't have a problem with you being well-known. It's because it doesn't impress you. I'm like, well, that's true. I don't get impressed about being around famous people. I mean, I like it, let's be honest, but I've interviewed and talked to some pretty famous people, and it was like I was just talking to somebody. I, a friend of mine asked me several years ago to uh, come to Michigan to hear a speaker that I like. His name is Lance Wall now, and Lance is a prophet, and I'd never heard of him, but I like some of the stuff that I had heard from her that he talked about. And I thought, well, I'll go. And I trusted her. So I'm like, well, I'm going to go up and listen. So I made a reservation. It was in Owasso, Michigan, which is a bustling little town that several years ago still had its own daily newspaper, but you've probably never heard of Owasso. And it's kind of cute, right outside of Lansing. And so I show up at the hotel that night and I'm checking into the hotel and this guy walks up and he's checking in and we're kind of cutting up and laughing and we go over to the chairs and we're sitting. I was waiting to see my friend and I didn't know what he was waiting for. So we go over and sit down and, and my friend came out and she goes, Oh, I see you've met Lance. And I'm like, you're Lance. And he goes, yeah, you didn't know that. And I'm like, no, it didn't impress me. I mean, I was glad to get to know him, but it wasn't like I've met Lance, you know? That's not how I feel about doing stuff like that. I'm sure there are people that I might be a little intimidated by to meet, but I've always thought, man, I'd just love to sit down and talk to that person. No matter who it is, I'd like to do that. And God said to me that day, he said, I made you that way. You're not impressed with being well-known and you're not impressed with well-known people. So that gives you the ability to speak into their lives honestly without pulling any punches. Now, that doesn't mean I'm rude. 
or should I say ruder, (laughs) than I normally am. But it does mean that I've been given some opportunities in life to speak to people that most people wouldn't have the opportunity to talk to because I respect them, but I'm not afraid of them. You know, God tells us throughout the Bible not to be afraid of anybody. Do not be afraid. Fear not. Well, why do we fear? Well, the reason that we fear is because we're unsure. The reason that we fear, you know, I've had people tell me for years that fear is the opposite of faith. And I don't disagree with that, but I like better to say this. Fear is faith, but it's corrupted. Fear is faith in a bad outcome. We're afraid we're going to do something stupid. Hey, let me tell you something. I said this a few podcasts ago. (laughs) You are going to do something stupid. I mean, I knew that when I stand in front of a crowd, I love standing in front of a crowd, but there are times that I just say really dumb things. And you know what happens? Not much. Somebody will be like, uh, you know, that was kind of a dumb thing to say. <laughs> Join the club, pal. We've all said things that we regret. Now, I've said it before with a 50,000-watt microphone that covered 39 states, but we've all said dumb things. And so I have to. I, I don't feel like I have to be careful about what I say. I feel like I need to be, and as the older I've gotten, Consider the wisdom of saying something sometimes, but there are a lot of times when I'm like, you know, I'm just going to say it because I I need to let them know, to let this famous person or maybe not so famous person, but somebody's intimidated by them, to know that God loves them and has got a plan for their life and have they thought about why they do this particular thing. And one story I love to tell is one time I was working in the theater in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. And while I was working there, uh, I was having a particularly frustrating day. And one of my coworkers called and says, do you know where Mr. So-and-so is? And I'm like, yeah, he's sitting on his butt up in his office, I think. Not helping me. So about two minutes later, the door to my office slams open. And there he stood. And he said, hey, Jack. Did you say this about me? Did you say I was sitting on my butt up in my office, not helping you? And I looked up at him and I thought, that was a that was a defining moment for me because I said, yeah. And he looked back at me like I had shot him. And he said, oh, okay. Uh, well, if you need my help, just tell me. Now, here's what happened in that moment. First of all, I had said something I was angry about, and I probably shouldn't have discussed it with a coworker because we were both under this guy. He was our boss. But when he asked me, I was honest with him. And people do not expect that. They don't expect you to be honest. Be honest with them. Sometimes it's going to cost you. There's a cost to honesty. Uh, Usually the cost is mitigated because you've been honest with somebody. My parents were like that. Uh, One time, my dad grounded me because I'd been driving fast coming home from my girlfriend's house. Well, how did he find out I was driving fast? I told him. So there was a cost to it. So when I got home that night, he was like, where you been? I was, I was two minutes late. Now, Dad was a sergeant in the Marine Corps, so two minutes late, you might as well be an hour. And he said, uh, where you been? I said, I've been out to Connie's. And he said, yeah, where have you been? And I'm like, well, just a little late coming home. He said, well, I know that. Why are you late? And I'm like, well, I, I just am. I'm sorry. And I turned around to walk out and he said, hey, come back here. How fast are you driving? And I said, well, I was driving a little fast. And he goes, I know that. He added a couple other little expletives before I know that. 
And he said, how fast were you driving? Now, I learned a long time ago to lie means you have to have a great memory. And nobody has that great of a memory. So I looked at him and I said, well, uh, I was driving 110. It was a little quiet. And he looked at me. Dad had a way of shifting his jaw when he was angry. And he said, put your keys on the table. You won't be driving for a while. What's well, my car? And he said, yeah, I know it's your car, but you won't be driving it for a while. So I put my keys on the table. And he told me before I left the room, he said, the punishment is you're going to have to ride the bus to school. Now, for a guy that already has his own car, riding the bus to school isn't a good thing. And the other thing is, your mom's going to take you to work every night. Well, I was already working at the radio station. I was a world-famous disc jockey by this time. And my mom's taking me to work. But I accepted the punishment. Well, the next morning, I got up. And dad was at the table and he said, I made a decision and that's this. You can drive your car, but just to school and back one day a week for band practice might've been two days, but it was just for band practice and you can drive to work, but you have to be home at 1115, which meant that when I shut the transmitter off at the radio station, I had to get in the car and get to the house. No lollygagging. So I did that. And years later, my dad and I were talking about that. And you know how it gets when you get a little older and you start talking to your parents about ways that they parented you. And I said, Dad, I got a question about that. When you ungrounded me that next night or that next morning, was it because Mom didn't want to take me to work? And he goes, no. As a matter of fact, she and I never discussed it. He said, I, I went to sleep that night and I thought, you know what? He told me the truth. He didn't have to. Well, I've thought about that so many times since. And quite frankly, it's been a driving force in my life in that I really try to be honest about things. I'm not always, don't always get there. Sometimes I, I, it just doesn't happen, but I try. And that was a great lesson for me. And it goes all the way back to the fact that when God asks you a question, he already knows the answer. It's okay just to tell him how you really feel. Keep that in mind. I'd love to talk to you about it. So you can reach me. Our website is quizthatis.com. You can reach me there or at 614-382-2582 or at terry at quizthatis.com. I appreciate it if you would subscribe to our podcast and be sure to rate it on your favorite podcast app. And remember this, God has a plan for you and I'm here to help you find it. The Quiz the Diz podcast is produced by Prosper Leadership. Our website is quizthediz.com or you can reach us at 614-382-2582. Thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe and let your friends know about Quiz the Diz. Quiz the Diz.